You're listening to Teach Me Thy Statutes, a production of the Ephesus School Network. Blessed art thou, O Lord, teach me thy statutes. The company of the angels was amazed. Hi, this is Father Aaron Warwick with Jason Everett, and you are listening to the Teach Me Thy Statutes podcast, episode number 144. Today's reading is from Luke chapter 17, verses 12 through 19. At that time, as Jesus entered a village, he was met by ten lepers, who stood at a distance and lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. Then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice, and he fell on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. Now he was a Samaritan. Then said Jesus, Were not ten cleansed? Where are the nine? Was no one found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, Rise and go your way. Your faith has made you well. Today's reading tells us of a story of ten lepers who were healed. And of those ten, only one returned. And that man was a Samaritan, not a Jew. Father, what's the significance of this? Well, it is very significant, which is why Luke takes the time and effort to point out that it was a Samaritan. And a Samaritan was what we might call a heretical Jew. The Samaritans and the Jews were ethnically related, and both viewed the other as being heretics. So Samaritans also viewed the Jews as heretics. And as is often the case, our biggest enemy, our biggest rival, is someone or some group who's really close to us, even though we do share a lot in common. So besides being ethnically related, what did the Jews and Samaritans have in common and what were the differences? So both the Jews and Samaritans venerated the Torah or the Pentateuch, what's often referred to as the five books of Moses, the first five books of what we call the Old Testament. However, there are some significant differences between what is called the Masoretic text, which is more or less what Jews and Christians use today for the Torah, and the Samaritan text. So, for example, there is some difference even in the Ten Commandments. But an even bigger difference is that the Samaritans do not recognize the books of the prophets and the writings that the Jews, as well as us Christians, recognize as being part of Scripture. So this would be the main difference and would be a big part of the reason why the Jews viewed them as heretics and vice versa. So what's the significance of Luke specifically calling out that the leper who returned to give thanks is Samaritan. So this is part of the systematic approach in the Bible of showing that your enemy does the right thing while you and your tribe, the insiders, the ones to whom Scripture is written, so often do the wrong thing. There are so many examples that we could point out, but let me use a couple from the New Testament. So first of all, sticking with the Samaritans, you have Jesus pointing out what we now call the Good Samaritan as the prime example of someone who is loving their neighbor. Another example that I love to use, you have the Roman soldier, one who is responsible in part not only for the crucifixion, but also responsible for the Romans occupying Jerusalem. And you have him, this Roman soldier, as the first one to confess Jesus as the Son of God. And importantly, he does so not after Jesus rose from the dead, but rather at his crucifixion. He recognizes him then as the Son of God. So, long story short, Luke is pointing out the fact that the only one who returned to give God thanks was a Samaritan. Is yet another example of the Bible poking us, of prodding us, showing us 
uh, that it's our enemy who does what is right. It's another example of the Bible reminding us that just because we are, quote, the people of God does not mean that we ourselves are correct or holy. It's another example of Scripture showing how the outsiders so often behave better than the insiders. To that point, Father, of the ten who were healed, only this one Samaritan returned and thanked Jesus. And Jesus asks in verse 17, quote, Were not ten cleansed? Where are the nine? Was no one found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? End quote. Father, does this passage have anything to teach us about gratitude? Yeah, absolutely, but I, I do think it teaches us even more than that. And what do you mean that, that this teaches us more than just uh, about gratitude? Well, as you noted, it obviously does teach us about gratitude, about thanksgiving. And clearly, Jesus sets out this one man, the Samaritan, who returned as an example. And he did that by calling out uh, the other nine, noting how they were all healed. Yet he, the Samaritan, was the only one to return. So obviously, that is the ideal. But I think there is something deeper going on here also. Mm. And what is that? So actually, probably a couple of things. The first I would point out is that Jesus says at the end of the reading, your faith has made you well. And I think this is really important because presumably the other nine who did not give thanks were also healed based on what Jesus said. So it was not the man returning to give thanks who alone was healed. It was all of them. And further, I would note that the faith, what Jesus said healed him, was also something the others have. Uh, So faith in the biblical sense from both the biblical Hebrew and the biblical Greek, it means the same thing as trust. In other words, you live, you behave as though something is true, even when you cannot see it with your own eyes. So in that sense, all ten of the lepers showed their faith. Jesus told them to go show themselves to the priest, which, by the way, Jesus said because that was the requirement uh, from the Mosaic law for a, a cleansed leper to do that. But anyway, Jesus tells them to go show themselves to the priest and, and even before they're healed. So then they're healed notably on the way, on the way to the priest, to show themselves to the priests. And I highlight this because it shows that all of them had faith in Jesus. They trusted him. They put into action what he told them to do. And so even though they failed to come back to give thanksgiving, Even though they did not act ideally in that sense, as the Samaritan did, they nonetheless showed faith by, before being healed, going and assuming they would be healed and showing themselves to the priest. It's interesting. That's helpful to understand that the other lepers also had faith and were healed, yet they didn't return to give thanks. But that seems to also have some implications, doesn't it, Father? Yeah, and that's kind of what I was referring to earlier when I said I could take away a couple of things from Jesus' statement about the faith making him well, this Samaritan well. And as I noted, the faith is not just an intellectual belief, but putting our trust in God. This always implies that we then take action, that we behave in a certain way. And when we talk like this, there's always the possibility people will misunderstand and think that we're somehow implying that people can earn their salvation, which of course is contrary to the biblical teaching. But what we see here in this story is that despite the fact that nine of the ten did not behave ideally, nevertheless they were healed, first and foremost because of Jesus' compassion on them. Yes, they had faith, they put their trust in him, but the healing began and was dependent on Jesus deciding to have mercy on them. And he decided to do that simply because he's good, not because all of them would behave in an ideal manner. So I think this is actually a key aspect of this gospel lesson. We are healed by God through Jesus because of his goodness toward us, completely independent 
of our worthiness or whether we'll respond in an absolutely ideal manner. Thanks for pointing that out, Father. And somewhat related, I think, I also see this story as an example, not just of physical healing, but maybe more importantly, the cleansing of our sins as well. Am, am I on the right path here? Yeah, I think so, although we don't necessarily see that stated or implied here. But of course, we do see that elsewhere uh, throughout the Gospels, specifically when Jesus is questioned about his ability to forgive sins. And since the forgiveness of sins is something that cannot be confirmed or seen physically, Jesus physically heals a person to prove that he has the power to heal. And sometimes people incorrectly interpret these passages to mean that Physical illness is directly caused by spiritual illness, but that's not at all what the New Testament is teaching us. On the contrary, it's merely a demonstration to prove that Jesus does have power to do what cannot be seen with our physical eyes. Namely, he has the power to forgive us our sins and restore us to God, and he does that physical healing merely to show in a physical sense that power that he has spiritually. Thank you, Father. Today's episode began with Father Aaron clarifying that while Samaritans and Jews were ethnically related, they both viewed each other as heretics. And in today's reading, we see Luke calling attention to the Samaritan who returns to give thanks to God. Father pointed out that this is another example of Scripture showing us that your enemy often does the right thing, while you and your tribe so often do the wrong thing. It's also a reminder that while we are the people of God, it does not mean that we are always correct or holy. We then pointed to the theme of gratitude exemplified by the Samaritan. But Father pointed to a deeper understanding of this passage beyond a mere surface-level understanding. We see that the lepers were cleansed not when Jesus spoke, but on the way to show themselves to the priests. This demonstrated their faith, their trust in God. And while only one returned to give thanks, all ten still demonstrated their trust in God and put into action what they were told to do. These actions do not support the idea that our salvation can be earned by our works, which is contrary to the biblical teaching. We are healed by God through Jesus because of his goodness towards us, completely independent of our worthiness. Thank you for listening to Teach Me Thy Statutes. We hope you tune in next week for a new episode. Alleluia, glory to thee, O God. Alleluia, 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 glory to thee, O God. O our God and our hope, glory to thee.